1: Extra shout out to everybody who was able to get up and get going this morning. Because I was very thankful to have an afternoon job. I don't know oh, about you. Man. How tough was it on a scale from one to ten? Because I, for some reason, always
2: assume unless it's an extreme situation, you don't struggle too much in the morning.
1: I never do. I'm up by six thirty-seven. When you don't need to uh this morning I woke up at six fed the cat and then went back to bed and slept until like 845 nine because it was so easy to sleep
2: yeah I'm usually directly uh, influenced by my wife who has to start work early and when she gets up i just have this inner thing that's like okay you need to get up now too but this morning she kept hitting the snooze i'm like all right we're we're
1: we're riding this thing out and when she got up i didn't john's joints comes your way every day at four o'clock john reads news stories underneath them we'll play lullaby versions of popular songs you want to guess when it's all over i got no problem with that you can do that Get him, John. John's
2: joints being brought to you by Medi Weight Loss. They've got locations in South Tampa, Brandon, and Lutz. I saw my good buddy Miguel from Hot One Hundred Five sharing his picture earlier today of all the weight that he has lost. I've lost tons of weight, and you can do the same. It mm. changes the way. You think about how you hold weight, the foods you put in your body, and that accountability is a game changer. Being a part of something bigger than yourself, going in for your weigh-ins, having that rewarding feeling of having the doctor look at you and go, you're killing it. You're losing weight again and again and again. They want to give Bone listeners a free assessment. Go to StartMedi.com slash 1025. It's StartMedi.com slash 1025. Or call 877-MED-LOSS. If you do that, make sure you let them know. That you heard John Sending talking about it on Drew Garabo Live. So I was telling you about this before the show. Let me throw just a per- let me spark up a personal joint to kick it off. Yeah, please. Uh, I feel, and maybe you can tell me what's going on, that I am being summoned by animal presence. So I get home. From the show on Friday night, and one of my neighbors is out there with this woman, who I think was his girlfriend, has this beautiful dog. It's oh. some, some sort of mix, but the sweetest dog. My wife and I walk up to it. It flops over on its belly. She's looking for it. She found it running uh, loose by Raymond James. So, of course, me being, you know, I'm dog-centric, it just eats me alive. I post it on social media. Spoiler alert, they ended up finding a home for the dog. The dog is living its best life, and I'm, okay, that's good. Yeah. So bring it to Sunday night. Last night, uh, I'm out sitting on my front porch, and I see a beautiful Siamese cat, which I don't know that I've ever seen one in person, let alone in the wild. A Siamese? Yeah. So I see it. Outside. Lurking around the dumpster in the rain. So I'm like, oh, no. So it touched me so much that I get on the Facebook page, uh, in the missing pet page in St. Pete, and I find a cat. So I text this woman, and I say, hey. Not for nothing, but I think your cat may be in my neighborhood. So I'm exchanging texts with her. I tell her, hey, I'm going to put some wet food out, and then I'll get a little camera set up, and if your cat comes back, I'll keep you posted. So I go on the hunt this morning looking for the cat. I put the wet food out. When I come back to the wet food plate, I sent you a picture. I've got this other cat (laughs) wearing what looks like a bright pink. Is that a swim vest, or is that just a vest for a cat? It's just a vest that could probably hold a leash. So now I've got another cat. At my house, wearing a vest that is—I I can only be led to believe—is missing, and so now I've—I've—I've I've, I've got the dog from Monday. I'm trying to find the, the the Siamese, and now I have another cat uh, with a pink vest on at my front porch.
1: For some reason, animals are uh, are summoned to you I just now. think
2: there's something bigger in the universe, that's trying to
1: tell me. And by the way,
2: uh, another animal side note, I don't think she knew who I was. I think she just thought I was staring. This morning on my walk, I saw a woman getting into a car with her cat that had a full-blown um, harness on and uh-huh. a leash. And I was staring at her just... Because she's got a cat with a harness. Honestly. And she says, she said to me, I'd like to believe because she listens to the show and she knows I'm an adventure cat uh, enthusiast. She said, Yeah, I take my cat everywhere and I use a leash. Like almost like she had to justify herself because I was staring too long. And I said, It's a damn lucky cat. Probably knew who you were. That's the end of my story. Um, One of my favorite '90s sitcoms, definitely Family Matters. I loved Steve Urkel, and I loved when Steve Urkel got into his machine and he turned into Stefan. Oh yeah, that was some of my favorite stuff. So full circle, Urkel is back with a line of weed. A real line of weed. And on Saturday night, um, it, they featured a commercial slash skit uh, during the, the Jake Paul fight, which a shocking amount of people seem to be watching, yeah. very confused by. Uh, and here is the uh, the skit slash commercial for uh, the launch of the Purple Urkel weed brand <laughs> with Snoop Dogg. And All if right. you love the 90s and family matters, it'll be hard not to enjoy this.
3: I don't drink. I ah. This is yeah. By Mary Jane. Mm-hmm. Well, say less. I grow my own. Purple, purple. Steve Urkel got his own weed. Indeed. Purple, purple Hmm.
0: I manipulated the flavonoids to enhance the purple aesthetic.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: I mean, that's pretty awesome. That's great. I mean, to be able to take what you're known for and then transform it and be able to use that uh, to market your product common day. I think everybody, by the time it's all said and done, is going to be in the weed game. For sure. I mean, that is definitely. I mean, Tyson is in it. Obviously, Willie Nelson is in it. It it feels that that is becoming a brand new avenue uh, for celebrities trying to find their way in a, in a new world. Did you have any interest at all in that Jake Paul fight thing on Saturday night? No,
1: we were at um, Dollhouse when the fights were on, but you know, we were looking at girls and stuff.
2: Yeah, I was just blo- like, I knew people were into it, but I was blown away peeking at the internet on Saturday night to feel that everybody was talking about it. And I think that, that those internet celebrities have almost hacked the internet where if you put them in something, whether it be a fight, whether it be a podcast, whether it be anything, it's going to do really well. Even if the people are hateable, because, that seems to be the, the gist of, of Jake Paul. Yeah, for sure.
1: That uh, pre-fight interview with uh, Pete Davidson was pretty interesting.
2: <laughs> yeah, they had a lot of people involved in it. I kept hearing uh, that Oscar De La Hoya was coik- uh, coked, coked out of his mind. Oh. Uh, Rick Flair judged a slap fight in the backstage area. Hmm. So a lot of things going on. I didn't get your opinion on this yet, Oh, and I'm, I, I hope that it's the same as mine. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jeopardy! is looking for a host. Jeopardy! needs somebody to fill the void. Okay. Nobody will ever be Alex Trebek, mm-hmm. uh, and the people that have come through already, Dr. Oz, he's a bum, Katie Couric didn't do it for me, uh, Aaron Rodgers, okay, he's busy, he's never going to take the place, and then I saw this, and, it, and I realized, the guy's right in front of our face. Who? He's, he, he's calling sports games, whether they be football, whether it be baseball, Joe Buck will be a guest host on Jeopardy, and he is yeah. in contention for the permanent job. Buck's episodes are expected to air some point in the midsummer, according to sources. Guest hosts have done one or two week stints. No word yet on how long Buck will be on, and the tryout will not impact uh, the MLB or NFL games that he calls on Fox. But once I started thinking about him, he's just dry enough, he's sarcastic yeah. enough, out of all the names I've heard mentioned, he's the first one that I think might have it. Yeah. I, I, I know would never pro- have thought of it. I like Buck. I know you're protective. I know you're protective of him. So I just I'm protective of the of the Trebek brand. Right, rightfully so. But I I'd give Buck a shot.
1: So you're not completely close. You're not close nope, to it, right? Away? Not at all. I'm, I'm open to it. Okay, good. See how he does.
2: Uh, just to drop a little tidbit in here. Uh, we've talked extensively on the show about uh, the show, Dave, starring Lil Dicky. Yeah. It was announced earlier today. Uh, Dave season two will premiere on June 16th. If you're looking for something funny, uh, that first season has got to be in the upper echelon of comedy shows ever. Is that so good? Am I off base in saying that? Not at all. It's it's poignant. It's beautiful and it's funny. That's. That's the thing, is very rarely can you get a show that will hit you full-blown with the funny and be able to do things, tackle topics like relationships and mental health and everything along the way. So if you haven't watched the first season, do it. The second season will come out June 16th. Hell yeah. I I try to be somebody who is aware of others' feelings. If you're going through something and something hurts you or you're triggered, first of all, using the term triggered may make me less sympathetic to your your cause, but I always want want to try. Demi Lovato is being slammed by fans over the weekend after she criticized The Big Chill, which is an L.A.-based frozen yogurt shop, over their diet-geared inventory. After taking to Instagram to hit out at the shop for its triggering options... The singer, who is 28, was subject to mass scrutiny on Twitter for the stupid take and attack. In her original post, she said, finding it extremely hard to order fro-yo from the Big Chill when you have to walk past tons of sugar-free cookies and other diet foods before you go to the counter,
1: before adding the hashtag, do better. What are they supposed to do better? I'm very, what is she so upset about? are they not supposed to offer diet offerings I really um I
2: really don't know and I I understand that she's had eating disorders and that has been something that that, that she's dealt with for a lot of reasons yeah. but the the FroYo spot clapped back pretty much immediately It did not bow to her at all saying okay. we've got people that are diabetic all other health needs and and that's what we that's who we're catering to we've got plenty of other decadent options if you'd like so it's just a, uh, it's a weird, it's a weird take. Uh, they also responded by saying, we are not diet vultures. We cater to all of our customers' needs for
1: the past 36 years. We are so sorry you found this offensive. I find it so weird that she is mad that they presented diet options at a froyo place. And then she did respond, uh, you know, just
2: to really triple down. Not just that. Your service was terrible. So rude. The whole experience was triggering and awful.
1: Sounds like she was having a rough
2: day. Maybe that's what it was. Yeah. But, but I mean, if you've, I'm just trying to think of how it would be. You struggle with it. you struggled with eating disorder. So when you see that, it just makes you think about losing weight or having to worry about losing weight. So it takes
1: you down a rabbit hole, I guess. Maybe you're in the Froyo place. You know you're not. In a diet environment, but then you see the word "diet" <laughs> cookies and you go, "How dare you remind me that people are on diets while I'm getting froyo?" See, that's why you and
2: I are slightly different in the sense: if I'm in a froyo place, I'm probably on a diet. That's diet ice cream, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> like if I've made it into a froyo place over an ice
1: cream place, I'm probably already thinking about what I'm eating. Okay, because for me, froyo is no no healthier it- than ice cream. And because what, you're putting all those toppings, and in. what? Yeah, I mean, what? It, why is frozen yogurt different than ice cream than it's, soft serve ice cream? It's not. You just you put so many toppings, sometimes even bottomings on it. Hmm. I don't get it. So.
2: There's a couple different elements of this next story, and Drew alluded to the first one. I saw it, I think, late Saturday night, and it had just kind of been stuck in my head. And we were out to breakfast with a group of seven. Uh, there There were younger children there as well, and it was just in the back of my mind. And for some reason, during a very upbeat meeting of friends... I decided to just bring this story up. and Do you remember the first thing that I said? Because I didn't bring it all the way up. I just started bringing it up. Yeah, you were like... Did you hear what happened
1: at the Skyway? You heard what happened at the Skyway. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, it's not good. Well, Well, see, that's the thing is I said,
2: did you guys hear what happened at the Skyway? And I said that. And then as soon as those words got out of my mouth, I looked at the fact that there were young girls at the table. We were having good conversation. And it just was like, why would you
1: bring that up? Why would you do that? It was newsworthy. Why would you do that? Why would I do that? newsworthy you wanted to see if we had heard about what happened at the skyway well and then i you know i also didn't want
2: to traumatize the children i don't know what young children of that age i don't know Do you talk to them about it when when terrible things happen? Usually not. Okay, so see, that's why I don't have kids. (laughs) A three-year-old boy from Bowling Green, Florida, was killed Saturday afternoon after being hit by a pickup truck, according to the Florida Highway Patrol. Troopers say a 19-year-old male was traveling north on the South Sunshine Skyway Bridge fishing pier shortly before 5 p.m. when he struck the child who was trying to cross the northbound travel lanes. The front of the pickup truck hit the child in the the child uh, was pronounced dead at the scene brutal i mean it that's such a tough place to have a young kid in the first place because albeit and i'm not piling on the parent i'm just saying it could happen in the blink of an eye because you're there you're fishing on a sidewalk and within feet of where you're fishing is also pretty much the direct roadway with cars parked all along that. So right. if you're driving through and somebody comes out, especially a child from beside one of those parked cars, it really is a recipe for disaster when it comes to small children darting out from behind those parked cars. And and, and, and there doesn't seem to be any uh, insinuation that alcohol or anything else was involved. So feel absolutely terrible for the parent and also this 19-year-old kid who will be traumatized for the rest of his life uh, because, because of what happened. So he hasn't been charged, right? No, 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 no. As far as I've read, there, I don't think he will be, and there was no reason to believe there was anything nefarious taking place, but um, just a tragic story all the way around.
1: Yeah. Would you always watch your kids if there are cars nearby. Don't take your eyes off them for a second. Yeah. Second. Omar, tr- I'm trying to wrap my head around what this guy
2: is all about, because I've s- lately he's popped up with things that, that I've kind of agreed with, and you know what I love about him so much is that he will piss everybody off. I think if you are somebody, and I think we do it on this show to a certain extent, I think sometimes if you've got opinions that are true in your own heart, they will piss off people on the left, or on the right, or on the middle, or whatever you're doing you're dividing by, and as of late, Mar, who Growing up, I looked at as one of the most liberal people that was out there. I, yeah. think, I think a lot of people did uh, during his late 90s, early 2000s stuff. Now, he seems to be kind of going for everybody, and he had a monologue about COVID and how the media dealt with it and how people politically dealt with it, mm. and I think it's pretty spot on. I've got a couple clips here uh, that, um, that kind of tell the story.
3: We do know conservatives have some loopy ideas about COVID, like the third of Republicans who believe it couldn't be spread by someone showing no symptoms. But what about liberals? You know, the high information by the science people? In a recent Gallup survey, Democrats did much worse than Republicans in getting the right answer to the fundamental question, what are the chances that someone who gets COVID will need to be hospitalized? The answer is between 1 and 5%. 41% of Democrats thought it was over 50%. Another 28% put the chances at 20 to 49. So almost 70% of Democrats are wildly off on this key question and also have a greatly exaggerated view of the danger of COVID-2 and the mortality rate among children. All of which explains why today the states with the highest share of schools that are still closed are all blue states.
2: Do we blame things like that? I mean, is the media the number one perpetrator of this? Because it is bizarre how something that should be based in nothing but facts, you have people living in different stratospheres. I mean, people that believe it's fake being just as wrong as those who think it's killing everybody and that your chance of dying from it is astronomical. Is the media or or maybe our politicians being amplified by the media? Is that how you end up with people actually living in different realities? Because that's what we're talking about here. People living in...
1: Completely opposite realities. Yep. It's uh, the separation of sides. That's why I refuse to be painted as one or the other. I prefer to be independent. Well, and, you know, I think we've touched here a little bit on how bad it was for the COVID
2: response that it took place in the midst of an election. Yeah. Because... Our political landscape is already cranked up to a thousand. And then COVID comes uh, when we're headed into an election with quite possibly um, by one side, one of the most hated politicians of all time. And by the other side, one of the most loved politicians at all of all time. Mm. So it was hyper polarized. Um, But his his statement specifically when it comes to our governor and how it was, um, you know, how he handled it and then how the different sides handled it also very interesting
3: right i've read that the governor of florida reads i i know we like to think of florida as only middle school teachers on bath salts having sex with their students in front of an alligator but apparently the governor is also a voracious consumer of the scientific literature. And maybe that's why he protected his most vulnerable population, the elderly, way better than did the governor of New York. Those are just facts. I know it's irresponsible of me to say them. Look... Here's what I'm saying. I don't want politics mixed in with my medical decisions. And now that everything is politics, that's all we do. If their side says COVID is nothing, our side has to say it's everything. Trump said it would go away like a miracle. And we said it was World War Z.
2: That. That just that really resonated with me because I think, you know, and I'm not I can't even think you can put it put all of the blame on him. But I just think that he's so polarized and the hatred for him is so strong that whatever his belief was in that moment, the other side had to push it to the extreme. And yes. now we're left with him being gone, uh, trying to find the truth between it all. And and, and it really does suck uh, that it got so politicized and and. and Maybe we're rounding the corner on it, but we'll never be able to get back. You know, it would have been interesting to see how it's all handled if you can pull the politics out of it. What What does yeah. that reality look like?
1: If this had happened in any other year than a, than a divisive election year, would the quote unquote facts have gotten twisted like they have? I don't know.
2: Uh, Dr. Fauci was on MSN or on Meet the Press over the weekend, and, and I thought there was a great question that was asked that I think a lot of people want to know the answer to. What's that? Um, why does a vaccinated person have to wear a mask? Oh, yeah. Vaccinated person
1: have to wear a mask. Okay, this is something that as we get more information, it's going to be pulling back that you won't have to. But the, currently, the reason is that when you get vaccinated, you are clearly diminishing dramatically your risk of getting infected. That's one of the things we've got to make sure everybody understands. You dramatically diminish it. However, what happens is that you might get infected and get absolutely no symptoms, not know you're infected, and then inadvertently go into a situation with vulnerable people. And if you don't have a mask, you might inadvertently infect them. Now, this
2: is. So, you know, it's interesting because it's 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 Two things at the same time. You dramatically diminish the possibility of being infected, but you can still carry it and give it to somebody else. Uh, The big point that a lot of people are honing in on here is that they believe early in that statement that he was alluding to um, the mask mandates specifically for vaccinated people Mm. being rolled back a little bit, but that's not going to be a thing you're ever going to be able to enforce. Mm -hmm. I mean, can you imagine you go go to the
1: grocery store (laughs) and... If you're vaccinated, you don't have to wear a mask. And if you aren't, you do. Dude, I was at the Publix on uh, Kennedy by West Shore this past weekend. And all-time high of people just not wearing masks inside Publix. Where where are you on it? Because I'm starting to feel... I mean, I like wear we're it. getting there,
2: but I'm not going to be the only guy in a Publix not wearing one. Yeah, I'm going to wear it until they
1: tell me you don't have to wear a mask in
2: here. You guys will probably when I say you guys, I mean, Hillsborough, I think, might roll it back before Pinellas. I feel Pinellas could potentially be the last uh, the last county in the state of Florida to roll back any mask mandates. Yeah, for sure. The, the topic everybody's curious about the story uh, that has taken the nation by storm. Uh, it has to do with a man named happy and how he saved his wife from a Bobcat. We have now learned the Bobcat was completely rabid. If you haven't seen the video, uh, a man he's going, he's going out for the day. He's getting ready to leave. He says hello to the jogger walking down the street before he could do anything else. His wife attacked by a Bobcat. And now we have the nine one one audio of the neighbor <laughs> Calling to uh, to give the details and, and there's a there's a twist. Um, uh, uh,
3: uh, my neighbor was attacked by a bobcat. Just now attacked by uh, a bobcat. Something that is not a cat.
2: She says something that she says by something that's not a cat. Well, I
1: mean, I think she <laughs> meant not a house cat. Um, her
3: husband is outside keeping the uh, bobcat on the control. She's inside. I think uh, we believe she needs medical attention. Try to keep eyes on it, okay. Yes, he's, he's uh, standing there, um, yeah, with the gun. Uh, if, he, if he can shoot it, he will. Okay. But, of course, there's nobody around. He can't hurt anybody else.
1: A homeowner also has a gun, so if it moves, he's going to shoot it. Oh, I think he just did. Oh, I think... It's- he just shot it? I'm
3: sorry? He
1: shot the animal? He-
3: did you hit it? Happy? Yeah. yeah, he Oops. did it. Okay.
0: It's still alive though.
2: Okay, still alive. Shoot it again. Seriously. So the reports are saying that these people, the man Happy and his wife, each had to have thirty, thirty rabies shots. Seriously. Now I don't know the details of how rabies work in the shot protocol that has to come along with it. That seems like a lot of uh
1: a lot of shots. Every time I've heard about the rabies uh, rigmarole, it's always a lot of shots.
2: Yeah, because maybe, maybe the rabies is the really bad one. Because I thought that tetanus was the bad one. No. But when I got bit by the junkyard dog, which didn't have rabies, it, I don't remember it being that bad. It must be the rabies that are the new the new shot you don't want to get in 2021.
1: Yeah, I don't want that at all. Rabies, I heard, just messes you up. And they got to give you the shot in the In, in the, the stomach,
2: belly? yeah. Ooh. Poor happy. Ooh. Poor happy. I imagine this dude's doing Good Morning America sometime soon if we haven't already
1: seen it. Sure. I saw the bobcat in our neighborhood this morning. How'd it look? Ran behind the house. Spry. It looked like he was looking for an ass whooping? Uh, no, it looked like he's definitely out there looking for some food. Oh, man. I'm all burnt up. Oh. 727-579-1025 and 800-771-1025. I'm not here to defend the juggalo. <laughs> However... They put the juggalos on the FBI watch list for virtually no reason, other than they just didn't like those clowns. They were not down with the clowns. <laughs> in the wake of the shooting at the FedEx facility in Indiana, Indiana I think it's time we, we remove the juggalos from the watch list and we put another group up there. Oh, okay. If you're an adult male and you consider yourself part of this group, no offense, You belong on a watch list, and you shouldn't be able to fly domestically or internationally. You'll find out what that group is next on Drew Garabo Live. Renewal by Anderson of Florida presents the perfect time to update your home with added savings. Enjoy the beauty and quality that only Renewal by Anderson of Florida offers. 20% off windows, 20% off doors, 20% off installation, plus no money down, no payments, and no interest For 12 months, minimum purchase of three windows and or patio doors required for discount. They will make your house look amazing. Just go to rbafla.com to find out everything you need to know. Also, if you're thinking about a new gig, Renewal by Anderson of Florida offers uncapped income potential. If you have sales experience, uh, by all means, call 855-830-2420 or email amy at m e l l i c k g-r-p dot Com. RBAFLA.com is where to go to find out more about 20% off windows, patio doors, and installation. Officer or subject to change without notice. See Sales Associate for complete details. License number CGC 1527613. It's Drew Garabo live on 102.5 The Bone. Listen to The Bone. Stay entertained and informed at home using Alexa.
0: Simply say, Alexa, play 1025 The Bone.